Just because something doesn't get a lot of likes one time doesn't mean you should never do it again. You gotta try a couple times, tweak something. You've grown on your social media platforms, reach like a certain amount of likes every time. Now you want to go on to a new platform, like say for example, Twitter, LinkedIn, or whatever. You post there, but you only receive like a couple of likes. I hate that feeling. So how do you do that? Or how do you deal with that? Hey, striving artists. Today, I get the honor to sponsor this week's episode. Are you a lettering artist who wants to improve their skills? Then the ultimate lettering workshop is just for you. I've designed this one day event to teach you everything I know, my process, how to come up with limitless styles of lettering and create composition with ease. It's happening this December in New York City and LA, and I can't wait to host you there. Seats are limited and some dates are almost full. You'll find the link in my Instagram and you can also find it in the description to this episode. See you soon. It's expectations, right? Versus yeah. what happens. And if you get used to posting to an audience of almost 500,000 Instagram followers and getting 10, 20, 30,000 likes, when you tweet to, you know, 500 followers, it's going to feel terrible. You get like five responses. Impossible. Yeah. It's impossible not to make some of those comparisons, even if we logically know how ridiculous we sound, right? I know. And I actually recently just set up a TikTok profile. Right. And I wanted to see what it was like. My friends had told me about it. I heard it's like skews a little bit like of a younger generation kind of thing. I don't know how artists are using it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just check it out. And I posted a couple things and... Yeah, they all tanked. Like they barely got any views or likes or comments. And I was like, oh, that feels kind of bad. But also I have no followers. So like, of course, it's going to feel bad. And I set my I set an expectation where I was like, you know what? The first 30 to 50 things that I post on TikTok probably are all going to they're going to all have varying levels of success because I don't have any credibility mm -hmm. there. You know, you and I have authority on Instagram because we've been around for a while and we've been consistently yeah. posting like, you know, even if you posted once a week for a year, that's what 52 posts. If you're on Instagram for 10 years, that's 520 posts. And it just, yeah. it adds up over time. And I will share another story. I recently just finished painting this project that I started over a year ago. It's I'm painting a dress. Um, like painting a pattern on some clothes. And I was one of those projects that I just kept picking up, putting down, picking up, putting down, no real, no real follow through. And I finally finished it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that took so long. I don't know why I couldn't finish that. And then I thought to myself, well, yeah, it took a long time, but what if I made one hand-painted dress every year, just one per year, and when I'm 85, I could have like an art exhibit of all these dresses that I've painted over my lifetime. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You know, it, it just takes time to build up an archive of stuff and to figure out. I think the thing about social media is that it, you get such an instant feedback yeah. that it feels great or bad right away. You know, I will be the first to admit that when I, even though I've been on Instagram for almost five years now, when I post something, you know, 10 minutes later, I'll go back and refresh it, see how many likes it's getting. I can't, I'm, it is almost impossible to just post and then just like, be like, I'm good. I don't have to check. I think we all do it to some extent. If probably for a mix of like the ego thing of like, how well is it doing? Do people like it? 
and also the mm-hmm. metrics of like, oh, like this post is only getting, you know, usually like after 15 minutes, my posts have this many likes and this one's not doing as well. Like it's just, it's part metric, mm-hmm. part emotional. And I, for anyone who's mm-hmm. hearing this and is is thinking like, oh, thank goodness, like I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. It still happens after being on the platform for five years. What about you? <laughs> While you were saying that, something occurred to me and I'm like, the thing is, I you treat it differently because you come with the expectation of like, I've got this big following. I kind of have these numbers. Sometimes in my mind, and like, please don't judge me for this. But like, sometimes I feel like if I see someone else post like with a thousand followers or 10,000 followers and like, I've been there like so long ago, I, I kind of like got disconnected with with that side. But I feel like if they are asking questions, if they're doing the things that we are doing, where we have like a massive reach and like, hey guys, like comment below, tell us what you think. Like if you have only one person that comments back, like, why are you doing this? But it's a stupid thought um, thinking like this, like, like, yes, you should do this. Like, yes, you should try to connect with all your fans and followers and kind of like create this conversation. And even if you only have 100 followers, like if you get like 100 great followers that are like doing a conversation with you with every post that you do, then it's great. The The thing that got in, in my mind right now was if I treat it like a challenge, like a, a creative challenge or a, a competitive challenge is like, all right, I'm going to start TikTok kind of like you did. And I'm going to set myself a goal, a milestone of like, I'm going to try to reach a thousand followers by the end of the month, or maybe 10,000 followers by the end of the year. Like some goal that you can set that you feel like, all right, that will, that way I will figure out how this platform works. I'll figure out how to get Mm -hmm. viral, like create viral content by setting up my focus on that platform. I'll probably figure out different ways on how to to work on that. And that's kind of the thing that we've been doing on Instagram always. It's like, like you said, 10 minutes after you've posted something, like you go back, you start replying to comments, you start to look at your stats, you look, well, how many likes per minute does that give me? Are, are these good numbers? Are these bad numbers? What should I work on? And then you look on your older posts, you look like, oh, this one performed really well. Like this one is actually still performing well. Why is this doing this? Mm-hmm. A lot of people who who have made it on social media or who've gotten big, they rely on numbers to tell them kind of which way they need to go, helping kind of build the trajectory. And the same way probably a CEO will look at things and look at data and like figure out like, oh, this is a great like product. This sells well. Like I'm going to invest more into selling this than doing that. Mm -hmm. And kind of like a business you're running, like if you are Coca-Cola and you feel like I'm going to need to move into the packaging industry or like like delivering packages industry like how will i start there like how will i make a difference like how will i build it up and and kind of like that you probably have to look at going into a new market in the even better example is mcdonald's going into into from from the states to canada or into a new country they've never been before and trying to launch their products and seeing like all right they are not receiving it the same way that Americans do. Tim Hortons is a great example of a Canadian brand that is amazing in Canada. Everybody knows, everybody loves. They tried it in, in the States and they've had so much trouble. Like they, they went to Miami first and like tried to have some place there because they thought that Canadians travel a lot to, to Miami to a warmer spot. And, and if they have it there, then the Canadians will love it. But all the Americans mm. like didn't really care about it because they never heard of Tim Hortons. And, and so that's kind of the interesting thing that you have to look at it differently going into a market and, and seeing like, all right, 
what's my milestone? Like, what are the things that I want to achieve? If I don't achieve, like, I can leave the, the platform. Maybe the platform will tank before it actually grows up or gets big. And in that way, you can look at it or approach it totally differently than I've done till now. And I need to change that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them different market analogy because that's really all it is. Because if what I'm doing on Instagram has worked on Instagram, cool. I'm going to try some similar stuff for TikTok, but it may not work the same. It honestly probably won't work the mm -hmm. same. The medium is completely different. And, you know, the grids show up differently. They move like everything is animated yep. um, and it's a different audience, too. And it's just it's just an experiment. I'm not putting too much weight into it. Um, but, yeah, I think what you said about how <laughs> when you're when someone is asking a question in the caption and they maybe get one response, the person might be oh, like, why like i'm only getting one response and it's like a bot comment like why even try like you have to break through that slowly to like get actual replies and you, maybe it means you need to ask better questions or make content that connects with people better um, or try something else just because something doesn't get a lot of likes one time mm -hmm. doesn't mean you should never do it again i think you need some repetition the same way with like any kind of statistics or science math you need a large the larger data set you have the more informed decision you can make. If you have one, one, you know, pool of like, if you and I were using ourselves as like what we're basing yep. all of our facts off of, that's not true. Cause what works for you exactly. and I doesn't always work for everybody else and vice versa. So you got to try a couple times, you know, leading with what do I want to make? What am I interested in? What do I want to try? And a couple times, maybe it even means 10 times. Like, and if it's not working, if you love it enough, you can continue. If you are like, you know, it's this feels bad not getting any you know, reaction from my audience. Maybe you tweak something and see if it works better next time. But yeah, one thing that maybe I mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, the difference too between having a large audience now and a small audience then, what I wish I had known was that it's actually a gift when you have a small mm -hmm. audience and you're starting out and you can yeah. truly connect and be personal and leave genuine comments and have genuine conversations yeah. in your DMs because you're not inundated by a hundred messages a day and, you know, hundreds of comments where that level of connection just doesn't scale as well. And that's when you bring in, you know, a community manager or you use software that helps you like manage your inboxes and things like that. Or you just, you know, Instagram, when they released that feature where you can just like someone's comment or send a heart in the DMs, like that is in response to I'm sure people being overwhelmed by how many inquiries or how many messages they're getting. And so that if anyone is feeling bad about their smaller audience right now, trust the process, like where you are. Yes, it may be fun to romanticize having 100,000, 200,000, a million followers. But where you are right now, you have the ability to connect with others and to really give yourself to your audience and mm -hmm communicate with them in a way that you will not be able to do when you have a large following. So enjoy it for now because it'll go away. I, I like to mm -hmm. tell myself the same thing and my students the same thing about how, you know, I look at my old lettering work and I'm like, oh, like that's not very good. But at the same time, 
I was still getting hired to do projects and like, it was just a different style. It was a more naive style, felt yeah. a lot more handmade, like, and it was because I was like drawing on paper and scanning it in, no iPad, no, like not even a Wacom tablet at that point. And once you learn how to letter better, you can never go back to the naive kind of crude style. And it's just different. It's not better. Yeah. It's not worse. It's just different. And I'm glad that I've improved. And like I, I do, I'd say I like now better than then, but there are qualities to my work then and things, you know, things that I didn't know back then that were nice. And it's mm. just a different stage. <laughs> it is. I would say even if I had to begin Instagram now again from, from zero, mm -hmm. or let's say the thing happens, which we all don't want to happen is that Instagram disappears tomorrow. Actually, there was one time where it's like Instagram was down for like a day. Everyone Not so freaks long out ago. when it's down. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was at that time I was realizing like I didn't get in, I, I couldn't log into to uh, to Instagram, and I thought like kind of I've got mm -hmm. hacked and some something happened, and then I felt like oh. kind of the small relief of like oh cool now I can start something fresh or something different, and it's and it's a weird feeling to actually think that, but I was thinking that well. If that happens, then I can finally like really devote my time to a new platform, kind of everything that I've learned, like put into practice and like go on YouTube, figure out like the algorithm there. Like how does the search function works for you? How do you upload a video? How do you get like people to watch through a whole video? And mm -hmm. the human, it, it still touches the human psyche, kind of like how people think, how people work. And, and I'm intrigued by that. I'm intrigued like by the side of like how how do people buy things why do people buy things like learning from apple come totally. all these things and so always finding like a new platform feels intriguing at the same time i'm I'm like shocked when i see again the the few amount of likes like i realize like oh i don't want to invest my time into twitter because well i'm not on twitter i don't spend much time on twitter and i like i don't really know how the system or the the platform works but if i had to I would love to figure out like how much time like takes to figure out like how it works, how do you get a viral tweet, how you get something like this, and how you get the ball rolling in even Reddit or or LinkedIn, all these different platforms where you like It's different everywhere. Exactly. They are different, but at the same time it's all about community, it's building communities. And if you figured mm -hmm. it out on one platform, you'll find it probably a lot easier on a different platform. That's why a lot of people, when yeah. when Vine kind of died and like the six second video app died, a lot of people jump to YouTube case. or Instagram and they become mm -hmm. mega stars on these platforms because they, they were like, all right, I know how to build an audience on this platform. I've already built one there. So I'm going to yeah. try to leverage this, leverage the knowledge that I've built and kind of make it great and big on there. And that's why... Totally. I feel like right now it's more now I feel I think more of it as a challenge. So I feel already better about this whole whole thing. And I feel like, all right, like kind of like, again, if we think about like status downgrade, I know exactly how to do it or I knew how to do it once. I'm probably going to find a way how to do it again. And then you can build it up again. It's true. You're not starting. It feels like you're starting from square one, but you have this foundation built. Like I got my start on a different social media platform that I'm known for now. I got my start yeah, on Tumblr. Like, right. and you see a lot of crossover, like you said, Vine to YouTube or like MySpace to like Instagram, like Facebook back in the it, day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's the same kind of underlying principles. Like you said, community, um, relating to people, like, 
you know, mm-hmm. picking up on human emotions, like being helpful, right? Like exactly, all those yeah. things, those same principles apply. It's just a new territory. And I forget why I heard this, but you can think of, you know, a new challenge or something you're bad at, like a new venture as it's just an adventure. Like it's, it can be exciting and scary at the same time. Those aren't mutually exclusive. Like, and that's what getting on a new platform is. And I think that, yeah, it it is weird to post on a platform and not get the same amount of likes because it's still like on your phone. Like it's the same kind of functionality, but yeah, it it can be scary and exciting at the same time. And you just kind of figure it out as you go and you get data. And when you're first starting out on a platform, you have no data. So you just have to kind of stay the course and, you know, put in, put in X amount of posts, however long it takes until you have those aha moments or you have something happen where you're like, okay, that worked better. Now, how do I build off of that? Kind of like, um, when you start a new job, like you're you have to make new friends. You have to get to know how the, the mm-hmm. process works in, internally. Like even if it's the exact same job you've had at a different yeah. firm, like they'll tell you like, well, our internal policies look like this. Um, you have to go put the mail down there. You have to do this and this and this. And like our breaks are kind of like free and you kind of have to learn how to socialize with all your new colleagues, like go out on different events than you did before. And that takes time. Like, setting yourself up, like even making a name for yourself in the company, like the boss, like high up, like if you're in a big agency like Wyden Kennedy, then it will take a long time from junior designer to creative director or that somebody knows your name and that people will be like, oh, you know what? You should totally take this person for this and this project because they know everything around it. And so that's probably the same mentality is like, approach it, a new platform as a new job, as a new way of starting something out, and then kind of figuring out from there, like, how do these different policies work? How do, like, how do I get the communication going? Like, how do I write an email with the same response that I have with these and these clients? Definitely learn a lot of things. Yeah, it's a new new terrain to navigate. It's like different climate. It's like, you know, different uh, ecosystems. There's like the desert, there's like the tundra, there's like the jungle, like... They're all on Earth. Windows and Macintosh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Striving Artist Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to share it on social media. It would help us a lot if you could also rate, review, and subscribe to the Striving Artist Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. This also helps us in ranking the show and would be greatly appreciated. We would love to hear from you via email, DM, or even voice message on Anchor. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.